Hello, folks, and welcome to the virtual cafe. I'm your host, Shagilola Salami. What can I get for you today? Uh, gin and tonic. <laughs> it's a virtual cafe. If I, in, in London, I can't speak for America, but if we serve gin and tonic in a cafe, I think I'll end up in jail. And I don't okay, think it'll well, be the good one. Uh, send me a coffee. Okay, what would you like with your coffee, please? Um, whatever is fresh. Okay, let's see. What have I got fresh? I've got fresh cookies, semi-healthy. I've got fresh cookies made with Skittles, chocolate, and apple. Soft dough cookies. How Sounds does that good. sound? Okay, and you didn't even tell us your name. What's your name? What do you do? Uh, Dean Roberts, and I um, retired uh, silk screening and die cutting manufacturer, and uh, presently we own a health food store. A what store? A health food store, and I wrote a book. Uh, I'll fix my head before I'm dead. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, that will just be a moment. Who's next, please? Hi, this is David Chatfield, and um, I would like to have. Green tea. That's nice. Good for digestion. Uh, what would you like to have with your green tea? Do you have a, a, a cookie? I'll just have a cookie. Thank okay. you. Okay. You can have my lovely, lovely Skittles cookie. Um, I'm actually quite proud of it. I'm going to put it in the microwave. and just Because it's a soft dough cookie, I'm going to put it in the microwave just to heat it up just a little bit. Because I find that when it's heated up, it makes the gooiness in the Skittles to melt. And I just think that that is just heavenly bliss in your mouth. Um, okay. So tell us about yourself, um, David. Hi, I'm a music business career advisor, and that means that I represent global companies, music artists, and producers, uh, and I work with people to develop new talent, and nice. actually, actually, I'm a talent scout to some extent around the world. But then just with music, though. Yes, mostly music. Nice, nice. But you write books as well. Yes, actually, I wrote a, a new book called Taking Control, Cracking the Code to Happiness. Nice. So how did you get from music industry to writing a book? Uh, it had to do with my daughter going off to college. Um, I was sending her Facebook messages to, you know, some kind of messages to uh, keep her positive and moving forward. And at mm. the end of the college year, I stopped sending the Facebook messages, and all my friends said, "Why did you stop? You're helping <laughs> us. You're helping us get out of bed and and go achieve our goals." And I said, "Okay, I'll write a book." And that's how I got there. Oh, nice! Can you give me an that's example? Great, Sorry. I said that's a great story. Oh yes, it is. I mean, what? Give me an example of a message that you would have sent to your daughter. Well, I, I would have told her uh, if she had uh, a bad grade, I would have told her that she could learn from the situation and that every dis disappointment creates a new opportunity and that she just needs to go forward, forget the past, forget what happened in the past, and just go and uh, live in the present moment. Mm, mm, mm. Now, that's good fatherly advice. Um, okay, well, we've got your order, and I'm going to get my little human to get around to um, getting your drinks together. 
Um, but while she takes her married time, because she's only one, um, I just wanted to know what you guys think of, you know, some things. Because you know, I have loads of different people, mostly authors, that come into this virtual cafe, and they seem to have, you know, loads of useful information to pass uh, with regards to writing their books or publishing in general. I mean, irrespective of what country you're in at the moment, times are, you know, things are hard financially. Um, <clears throat> you know. People are not getting pay raises, or people are struggling to get work, or whatever little money they have, they're trying to make it stretch. I mean, I'm no expert, but from what the little that I've heard, or from the little that I know, um, inflation over the last few years has gone up, you know, at a rate that exceeds, you know, salary increases. So from again, and this is from what someone said to me that I don't know what the current rate of inflation is, but I think it's what's inflation right now. I have no idea, but I know that someone said I think salary increases are increasing at a rate of about 1%, but I know for a fact, even though I can't remember what the current inf inflation rate is in the UK, but I do know that inflation rate is definitely not 1%. You know, so if inflation ex exceeding salary increases, it's almost like people are taking a pay cut. Um, you know, so people now have to make their money, you know, stretch further than um, ever before. And there are a lot of websites, you know, Amazon, you know, included, where um, there are so many free books, you know, available on the market. So readers don't have to spend any money on books if they don't want to. Um, a few weeks back, um, I had a few um, guests that shared what they think, you know, an author to can do to get um, income outside of their book sales, you know, because if all if readers aren't buying books, you know, authors need to, you know, have an income. And you know they they had these authors you know they did come up with a few strategies on what they think um, you know authors can do to give them you know a source of income outside of their book sales. Um, so I mean, what do you guys think though? I mean, with all these free books, does that mean that authors cannot make a living from their writing? Um, David, what what's your take on this? Well, actually, it just uh, opens up uh, the the mind to. Anything you can think of, like I sell books in uh, places that have something to do with the content of the book. My okay. book, my book actually has a section on finances and also on holistic medicine. So I went and I sold my book inside uh, pharmacies and okay. doctors' offices. So I just got creative with my marketing. Mm. And then I used all of the social media which is available to get uh, my book known uh, by all the people on social media. And for very little money you can advertise, so I didn't advertise. And then I was able to do um, collaborations and, and uh, uh, reciprocal things with other authors where I would contact an author and tell them about my book. They would tell me about mine. I would share their information with my contacts, and they would share my information uh, with theirs. And so the word spread that way to the point where I had Jack Canfield, who wrote the Chicken Soup books, give me a shout-out on Twitter last week. Oh, wow. So, so, so I got a quarter of a million you know, people who saw my tweet by Jack Canfield. Hmm. So that's, that's what I do. I just become more creative. Uh, in marketing because you, you don't have the money to go out and pay a publicist to you know to do that plus there there are some companies on the internet that only charge you know fifty to seventy five dollars to send out your press releases so if you can write a book you can write a little press release about it send it out 
Yeah. And that gets sent to all the the publications. Yeah. And maybe maybe they'll write about you. Yes, yes, yes. So I mean, at the moment, um, not putting you on the spot. Uh, are you from all that you're doing? Are you actually making a living from your writing? Uh, am I making money from the book? Yes. Yes, I am actually. I can take. Um, I every time I sell a box of books, I make about a thousand dollars. Wow. And, and I sell them, at, you know, literally out of the back of my car. And I, I go to places and I speak in public hmm. and uh, I do book signings and things like that. And yes, as long as you're willing to go out and put yourself out there and hmm. carry your books along with you, yes. you, can, you know, you can buy them wholesale and sell them retail. Yes, yes. Wow, now that's really, really, really good. Well done, um, David. Um, how about you, Dean? Um, what else do you think authors can do to drive sales of their books in the short term? Um, I'm not really in a position to give much advice about that. I haven't done a whole lot of anything except write a book and do a bunch of different podcast interviews. And that's it's on Amazon and, and um, Barnes and & Noble, but I haven't really been that successful with it. And um, I... I had it in my mind to write a book for a long time, and I did, and uh, I've got some very nice reviews from people, but um, I'm not counting on making a living from it right now. No. Okay, so what would, are you um, okay sharing with us what you've done to, and what hasn't worked? Um, not much. I haven't tried anything except for, uh, really, that's it, just a podcast. And, oh, I sent out a bunch of, when I first... When it first came out, I sent out a bunch of samples to uh, public figures that uh, Tim Ferriss and Dave Asprey and a whole bunch of people that I, I follow in podcasts or read their books. And uh, with the exception of Dave Asprey, I, I had received absolutely no recognition whether they received the book or they liked it or didn't like it or had any comment about it. So it was um, not that I'm discouraged with it necessarily, but I, th I have a couple other book ideas in mind that I'm going to proceed with. And I never, uh, thank God, I don't have to count on uh, selling books to make a living. Yeah. So that it's more of an advocation right at this point. But I aspire to uh, uh, share with uh, uh, people the things I've learned about how to take care of yourself. Yes, yes. And that was like a first small step in that direction. Oh no, definitely, um, definitely. Um, okay, how, David, what one tip would you give an aspiring author with regards to selling you know, his or her book? Um, when you started out as an author, what was your first light bulb moment? Uh, what I mean is, what did you fail in or what did you make a mistake in or what went wrong and you, know, you eventually figured out how to do it and then you go, duh, I should have known that or duh, I should have done that. Um, you know, so what made you go, aha, you know, that sort of thing? Well, uh, from a writing standpoint, um, I failed to realize at first that I really needed to use an editor, and uh, that's a very important thing to do. And the editor helps you go through the book and make sure that all your citations are correct and that all, your, all your, the clearances that you're supposed to get, you've received, besides just going through it and, and correcting the grammar and punctuation. Yeah. So it's really a good idea to use a professional editor. It doesn't cost that much money. My, I think I spent about three, four hundred dollars on an editor, and it was well spent. 
Okay. Um, right. So what about from a sales point of view? Because I know that you've said something which I think is really remarkable, you know, is that, you know, buying your books wholesale and then selling it and selling it out of your, um, out of the booth of your car. Um, but what else can an author do, you know, sort of in the short term? Because I can definitely see the advantages of doing, you know, what you've done. But then what else can one, you know, can a newbie author do? What sort of things would you, um, you know, advise that is actionable within, you know, a short term? Well, one thing you can do is to try to spike sales on Amazon mm. and, and get them to list you as one of their best sellers. Yes. I, did, I did that by telling everybody about my book's launch date, getting, yeah. getting everyone on social media, all my friends, I sent to their email addresses and friend requests and everything else on Facebook. I told them all about the book. I made them a special offer that they could buy it for 99 cents if they went to Amazon, Kindle, and then I gave them the date. Then all of a sudden, on the day that my book was launched, there was a huge spike in sales that actually lasted for a couple of weeks. And so I became listed as in, in several different categories of the book. I mean, on Amazon, I became the number one best-selling author. And that was very good marketing. Hmm. So how many books would it take, um, you know, for your case, um, to become a bestseller? On the you first know, day, how many sales did you get? I, you know, I don't know exactly on the first day what it was, but I think that in the first three weeks, I sold about 10,000 books. Wow. wow. That's great. Wow, okay. I have to give you a round of applause, okay? I think, you know, you're sort of like the book god that a lot of, um, you know, newbie authors... Uh, you know, aspire to, so here, 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 10,003 weeks, now that's remarkable, well done, so would you then put that all down to, sort of, do you have 10,000 friends, because I don't uh, have that it much, was, it was, what I did is in my messages to my friends, I asked them to call their own friends, and yeah. to, uh, they went ahead and everybody who I sent a message to, sent messages out to other, everyone else, and it kind of went a little viral for a little while. Ah, right. It was a ripple effect. It was, so what I did is I made sure that in my message that I, that I messaged um, a request that mm -hmm. everybody send it out to their friends as, as well as their relatives. Yeah. And so it, it didn't just go mm -hmm. to the, my 2,500 friends on Facebook, for example. Mm -hmm. went to all of their friends as well. So, you know, 10,000, 20,000 people got requests. And out of that, all around the world, I got sales because I went live on, I went live on Amazon in the U.S., Canada, Australia, and the U.K. on the same day. Right. And I made it on the charts and all of those. Wow. Okay. Tell us, what's the name of your book again? It's called Taking Control, Cracking the Code to Happiness. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Well, that's definitely um, quite good. So let me see. Right. So short-term sales strategy, and especially if you're trying to become a number one bestseller, um, let me see if I can summarize this. Number one, obviously, make sure your book is the best that it can be and get an editor. Yes? Yes. Then number two, prior, so if you do your book as a pre-order, 
then email out all your friends, all your fans, ask them to email their friends and their fans and their family and everybody who they've got access to. Everybody should send out an email telling them of the launch date and asking them to go and download. So if you tell 100,000 people, if 100,000 people get to hear about it, that can only be a good thing. So that's one way to help your book go viral. And then if you then have sufficient download, that kind of almost is a self-sustaining momentum because the more, when you've already beat that threshold and you're already number one, it means that more people will see you and it then means that more people are likely to continue buying your book. Right? Right. And, and make sure that you list your book properly in the right category in Amazon. Right. Okay. So... Right, so yep. list in the right category, and then whilst Amazon is doing all of that, then you go and print your get your book printed. If you're using independent printers, or if you're with Amazon Create Space, go and buy it at wholesale from them. You know, buy a bunch of it, and always make sure you have a box of it in the back of your car. Yes, <laughs> it works. No, I definitely. <coughs> Excuse me, was that the first book that you launched? Yeah, it's the first book I've written. Boy, you really did a professional job of it. Well, I had help. I had help from an author by the name of uh, Debbie Dashinger who wrote all the um, Dare to Dream books. And so she helps authors by giving them advice on how to market and promote. Okay. So did you use her on a consultant basis? Yes, I did. Ah, right. Okay. No, that's that's good. So, did you like how did that work? Was that like a one uh, once a week type of you know chat together, see where you're getting on? Uh, yeah, we, we schedule a chat over a period of a month, and we would get together and meet and discuss progress. And she, you know, explained to me how to put the book on Create Space and um, how to how to list it properly on Amazon. And so things went very smoothly. Um, there are also things you can do. There's uh, the Jack Canfield uh, bestseller breakthrough class you could take. There are the various classes authors can take on the internet to help them write their book and help them launch their book. And they're not very expensive. Yeah. But, you know, it, there's lots of resources. You just have to go look them up. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, that, that sounds, you know, um, really good. Um, okay, so your book again, and I keep asking this just because I have baby brain and you'll have to forgive me, um, and I'm going to come to you in a second, Dean, so David, tell me again, <laughs> I think it's like, what, the third or fourth time I'm asking you the title of your book, forgive me, <laughs> what did you say the title of your book is again, please? It's called Taking Control, Cracking the Code to Happiness. Right, and you were inspired because of the post you were sending to your daughter when she went to college or university, and then when you she stopped and you stopped, and people were like, "Oh, where where are all your posts?" Right? Yes. Okay, and, and yes, yeah, sorry, go on. And, and then I took some of the Facebook Facebook posts and used them as uh, subject headers for my my book, and then I uh, expanded upon that. And so it became very much a, a, a book to try to inspire people and empower them to go out and be the best person they could be and have their relationships work and become uh, happier in their life. Yes. Okay. And what have the what have the reviews? Oh, I can't even speak for what have the reviews been like? Well, I um, they've been fantastic. I've been getting besides getting reviews from other authors. Mm -hmm. you know, one, one of which said that this book will change your life in a good way. And um, I've been getting 
uh, emails from people from all around the world who've been reading the book and telling me that it really does change their life, that, the, that their friends are noticing a difference in their personality and that they're happier. And some people are changing their, their jobs. They're, they're relocating. They're doing what they really want to do and they're getting rid of all the negative people in their life and it's just making their lives work better. So yeah. there, people are finding that the, the code that I put in the book, that if they utilize it, it actually works. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, perfect. Now, as an artist, right, because I think, you know, um, authors are artists, what, if you could go back and do it, right, write your book again, what would you do differently? What, what is it that after you've got your book published and you've read it, you just think, oh, shit, I should have I done this differently. What would you have liked to do differently with your book? Um, I, I, I take the advice in my book, which is basically, you know, uh, let go of the past. So I don't analyze what I did or didn't do in the, in the, in the back, uh, you know, in the past. I, I think about what is it that this created that, that, that I left out of the book that I would put in a second book. Yeah. So, what, yes. so what I did was I took everything that I said, well, gee, I should have put this in the book, and I've started to write an outline for my second book. And so I really, you know, there isn't any regret that I have at all. And it's part of my key to happiness is to just be content with what you did, realize that you did the best thing at the time when you did it, and just be happy with it. And so I, I don't really do anything other than look at it, and if there's something I left out, I'll, I'll put it in the next book. So it's really, I don't really have any regrets about it. Mm, mm. Oh, perfect, perfect. Um, okay, so Dean, what about you? Um, tell us, tell us what's, what's your book again and what is it about? Uh, Debbie, could you give me, is that uh, contact for Debbie at uh, daretodream.com? Uh, yes. Thanks. Well, you're fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can say... You can say to Debbie that you know you found it about her about on the Shaggy Lola Salami show. I definitely will. Yes. I was inspired for um, many years. I've been a, a fan and a uh, and studied self-help books because I started out at a pretty low place in life. I got thrown out of school when I was young, and I had a lot of tension and depression and um, anxiety and anger. I really was kind of a mess, and so I've probably read three or four hundred self-help books over the years and I, I've made some tremendous changes in my life. I've been successful in business and I'm just really happy with my life now. So my purpose in writing this book was to try to share a little bit of my experiences and try to send people to managing their life and their uh, responses. I'm hey. sorry about that. And uh, that was my motivation for writing it. And uh, the few people that have read it seem to have been, uh, a couple people have told me they've been inspired to make some changes. And mm. that's what I, it's uh, like a 17 or 18 page uh, short biography of my experience. And then a bunch of journal entries. I took a couple of years after I sold my business and um, bought a trailer and just traveled around and spent most of the time by myself either journaling or practicing yoga, exercising, and um, 
so I found, and some of those journal entries kind of um, um, at least share the kind of the the work that I was doing and how effective it was. Yeah, yeah. So when you were writing the book, I mean, I know you said it's not a very you know long autobiography, um, but how long did it take you to write? Um, and did you need to do any further research, or was it just basically just coming out of your head? Just coming out of my head. Mm -hmm. Well, how long did it take you to write, though? Actually, uh, the journal entries are from about a, a ten-year period, ten years ago, or fifteen years ago now. It was a couple of months. I put it together with the help of several people. Okay, so not not too bad then. Oh, cool. It was a start. Yeah. No, I mean, with the first book, you know, we all learn, and the 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 hardest thing is putting pen to paper or virtual pen to paper because everyone uses a computer these days. Um, but you know, just making that first step, you know, because I think my mom used to say that the a journey of a thousand steps, you know, starts with one step. So you've already made that, you know, first, you know, that first step, which is usually the hardest. Um, bit um, and you know so when you write your next book you're not going to be quote unquote a newbie or you know you will take all well I would hope you would take all the experiences you've had from the first book and then apply it to the next one and I can almost imagine you know someone like David now who with his first book you know he became a bestseller I can just imagine what he would do with you know just going on the success of that you know that first book so we can yeah. we can only sort of improve on where we were, you know, before. So it's not a competition with each other, but just sort of say, well, this was where I was before. So how can I be better tomorrow? Like, what can I do differently um, to be better? Okay, no, that's 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 quite um, that's quite good. Um, I mean, David, do you have any other um, short-term sales strategies that authors? So let's say, for instance, Dean, for instance, you know, do you have any other strategies that he could apply? You know. Other than, because obviously his book is one. So apart from him to get his books at wholesale prices to sell retail out of the back of his uh, motorhome, um, <laughs> and getting loads of people to go and do, what else can he do? Well, he can continue doing these radio shows like yours, um, yeah. get, getting the word out on his book. There are a couple of websites that give you the connections to all the people who do shows like this. Okay. And I do two or three a week, and then I've done a, a few television shows. And in fact, last week, one of the Time Warner stations here in California offered mm -hmm. me my own show. So it's just it's just going out and and putting yourself out there. Send out press releases. Uh, find the list of all the people who blog about books, and uh, look up. And see what they're about, and then send each of them a uh, specially constructed, you know, request to, and send them your book, and ask them to write about it. And out of maybe 50 people, you'll probably get eight or ten people who will write, and they have a following. Each one of them, and then all of a sudden, people start to talk about your book. You know, I'm I'm surprised. I walk into like Macy's. To, to go shopping and someone will walk up to me and go, I really love your book. <laughs> I put my face on the cover of the book to, and people recognize me. And it's really interesting because I didn't think anybody, you know, would really, you know, notice, but they do. That's great, David. That's uh, not so much the personal recognition, but those letters and emails that you get from around the world 
are exactly what I would, uh, the kind of payoff that I would look to get out of my writing career to help people change their lives, see the possibilities of life, and to actualize some of them. Yeah, and what I did is on, on my Facebook page and on my book page, every Tuesday I do something called Testimonial Tuesday, mm. and, I, and I, yeah. take, I take the messages that I get from people who have read the book, and I post them there, and then I, you know, the people go there every week and look at them, and, uh, and it spreads it again. It spreads it every Tuesday. That's and a great idea. So that's another thing you might be able to do with your book. Um, and if you don't have enough people who are writing you, go to your friends, give, give them your book, and have them say something about it. And then come up with some little quotes, you know, not much, a sentence from each person, and, and post it. Mm -hmm. No, that sounds like a good idea. Hmm, interesting. Well, thank you. Very good idea. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that. Uh, so let's talk about something, you know, um, exciting. Have you read any indie books in the last year, other than your books? Who do you want to go first? Okay, I, I, yes, I, I wrote a, I read a book by a guy named um, Randall Bell, who I, it, it's called Rich Habits, Rich Life. And it's very much like my book, only it's it's more like a textbook in that it's very uh, well studied and it's got quotes everywhere. And all the things I talk about, it goes into greater detail in mm. case somebody's really curious about it. And the, curious, the reason why I contacted this individual and why I read his book was when I went on Amazon and I was number one, he was always number two. Oh, and then, wow. And then when I went from number two, he went to number one. So oh, great. <laughs> and, uh, and so I contacted him, and we went and actually had lunch and talked about how the two of us can work together to make each other's book work. And so we developed some kind of marketing strategies, and that and and that's what I get from reading the books. I when I read the books, I contact the authors. I contacted Mitch Horowitz, who wrote a book about it's called One Simple Idea. Mm. How Positivity Changed Life in the 20th Century. Mm. And he's one of the editors at uh, Tarcher Penguin Books. And I contacted him and told him how great his book was. I really loved it. And then he went out and he read my book and he posted on all his hundreds of thousands of, of uh, follower contacts. He posted about my book. And that's just how it went. So those are two books I read. And then I interacted with their authors, and I used that to um, do reciprocal marketing with them. Perfect, perfect. So we're we're making we're making progress. So let me see. Um, okay, we'll come to my we'll come to a recap. How about you, Dean? What book um, indie book have you read in the last year? I really haven't read any independent books. I read a lot, but um, one book that I that it really has been very impressive to me is Hardwired Happiness by Rick Hansen. Okay. He talks about the, uh, the actual biological effects of happiness and how we can hardwire it into our system through some very fairly simple processes that he, dis that he discusses. Mm. But that's such a great idea. David, you're loaded with great ideas. I've got no. five already. You should contact me offline, and we'll we'll talk about more of them. I love to connect with authors, read their books, 
and and share mine and my ideas with them because this is a great community. My parents are both writers and they they connected with all their friends through different guilds and organizations and it's something that we should do informally now that we've got Facebook and other social media to be able to connect with each other. I know, it just makes, makes it, life so makes much it, easier. Makes it a lot easier. The bloggers, when you said send your book to a blogger, do you send them paper books or digital? Um, whatever they request. Okay. Yeah, Jack Hanfield, I had to send him a paper book. Hmm, interesting. David, will you be so kind as to check out my book? You know, I would like a bestseller to read my book as well. <laughs> <laughs> I would be happy to. Okay, my book, what's my latest book called? It's called Yetunde and Ode to My Mother. I actually put it, it's free at the moment on Amazon, so you can just type, type, type and just check. Are you on Goodreads? Uh, no, I'm not. Oh. Well, actually, no, actually I am. My book is is not really uh, on that, but I, I am on Goodreads, yes. Okay, okay. Um, no, I was just going to say, because if you weren't... Um, Sure, because then my name, if you type my name on Goodreads, you could find me um, on there, and then it will just give you access to all my books, or if you just go on Amazon. Um, I mean, so far, my book has had good um, reviews, but, you know, it is, it is, and I try not to talk about my book on my on my show, because it's going to be like, I'm trying to be vain and just talking about me, 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 me all the time, whereas it's, it's not about me, it's just about, you know, everybody else, but hey, who's going to pass an opportunity for a best-selling author to read her book? So I would never do that. I, I love to read other people's work, and it's inspiring to me that people actually take the effort to write something down and put it out because it's it is an accomplishment. It's hard. I mean, Dean, I congratulate you for spending time to put together everything that you compiled over 15 years and and then put it out there for other people to learn from. It's fantastic. Yeah. I hope I hope so. I, if it brings value to anybody's life, I'm, it's, I've accomplished what I set out to do. Right. Yeah. My my goal was to help try to change the consciousness of the planet from negative to positive. Yeah. And and I did it through my book and through putting out positive music and joining organizations like the Global Alliance for Transformational Entertainment, which is headed by Eckhart Tolle who wrote The Power of Now, and Jim Carrey, the actor. And um, we try to teach people how to write positive books, positive music, positive screenplays, and send it out into the world and really try and make a difference on a, on a global scale. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's, that's perfect. Um, and, you know, well well done and, you know, on being able to do that. I mean, if 10,000 people have read your book, then I'm sure 10,000 people, you know, have, you know, helped you achieve your goal, you know, sort of put you closer um, to achieving that. Because, you know, like they say, is uh, uh, what, how do they say? It takes a tree to make a forest or a tree is part of a forest or something like that. So we're, we're getting there. <laughs> All these, all these funny uh, old wise sayings and proverbs and idioms—I can never remember all of them. Um, but yay, well done. Um, okay, so so from, for some fun, you know, when we spoke earlier on, you guys agreed to um, host giveaways. Uh, Dean, what would you like to give away to the listeners? What do they need to do, and when should they do it by? 
Um, I'd be happy to send them a digital copy of the book, and if they contact me at I'll fix my head at gmail.com, I'll send them one. Perfect. Okay. Uh, so that we, offers good through the rest of the year. Through the rest of the year. Okay. So can you put a comment on I will um, this YouTube this video? So I think you've got my YouTube channel, so this podcast will go on YouTube as well. So if you put a um, comment on there, just put your email address and say that, you know, what's the title of your book again, just so that people forget, because I know I do forget, and then say it's valid till the end of the year, so people can just go and copy and paste, you know, let's just make life easy for people. Where where would I post that? Um, YouTube, I'll send you the link. Okay, good. Yeah, um, so if you put a comment, okay. And how about you, David? Uh, I, I will give away 10 books for free for the first 10 people who Email me at david at chatfield entertainment, C H A T F I E L D entertainment.com. And then also for this, for, for this month, the, the rest of this month, and for May, I don't know exactly when this is going to be uh, well gonna posted. Go uh, it's going to go live on the 10th of May. Okay, great. So all of May. Um, I'm going to have my book on sale for 99 cents. Uh, the ebook on Kindle, they they can find it on Kindle or Amazon. Okay. So that's a special. So 10 people can get it for free, and the rest of them can get it for 99 cents for the month of May. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, so when you put the comment on YouTube, I'll send you the comment and the link to the video on YouTube. Um, if you, when you put in the comment, if you put a link to your book as well, again, let's just make life easy for people so you just click rather than going to um, type and try to find it. Okay, perfect. It's been great. Right. Now, I know you've said your email addresses, um, both of you. Um, thanks for that. But if anyone else wants to contact you, say they wanted to connect with you on Facebook or Twitter or Goodreads or wherever else people connect with people these days, um, how can they do that? What are the means um, of connecting with you if they needed to? Um, so let's start with you, David. Uh, I'm David Chatfield on Facebook, and it's facebook.com uh, slash david.chatfield. I'm on Twitter. I'm on David Blake C. I'm on Instagram, David Blake C. And I gave you the email address, which was david at chatfieldentertainment.com. Perfect. And how about you, Dean? Um, the email is, uh, I'll fix my head at gmail.com, and it's Dean Roberts on uh, Facebook. And uh, Boneyard Express on Twitter. Boneyard Express on Twitter. Okay, perfect. So that that's great. Um, it's been love. So let me just recap. Right. So David, you've been our resident expert today. So tell me if I if I'm having baby brain and I've forgotten everything. The first thing is short-term sales strategies. Right. First thing, make your book as good as it can be. Right. Important. Yes. Get an editor. Yes. Yes, definitely. That's number one. Number two, put your book available, if possible, put your book as available as pre-order. Then email everybody on your email list and on your friend list and all your social media platforms and ask them to also email and or connect with all their friends and all their families and just set out a ripple effect 
and try to get as many people as possible to know what the live date or the published date of your book is. If you're able to put it on special offer for those few days, then do it. So that if you can get 10,000 people or whatever number of people, don't worry if you don't get 10,000 people. Um, not everybody has as much friends as David. I know I definitely do. <laughs> um, and then just get as many people as possible to order your book on the day, or even because it is available on pre-order, all of those pre-orders will count as an order for on the day that your book goes live, so that you can then put it as a boost, so that the higher your book is ranking on the first day or week it comes out, um, then it will be self-sustaining, right? So that's the second thing. The third thing, order your book as wholesale, be it from the printer, be it from CreateSpace or wherever, have a box of it at least at the back of your car so that you can sell it directly. Um, do reciprocal arrangements with other authors, especially authors that are in your genre, um, so that you know you can talk about them and their work to your followers, and they can then talk about you and your work to their followers. So that's four. And yes, I feel like there was a fifth one that I just can't remember now. Remind me, David. Uh, use social media to continue to to uh, remind people about your book. I do my testimonial Tuesdays. Yes. Where I take uh, things people say about the book and I post it, and and maybe some of those things resonate with the people who who read about the the book. And uh, if something great happens about your book, send out a press release. Yeah. And you use one of the many services that are under a hundred dollars. You can yeah. send it out to all, uh, you know, just about everywhere. Yes. Okay. Perfect. That's great. And then we've got our book um, giveaways, and people just need to send you an email, and you'll give ten, and Dean is going to give one. No, to well, all all covers. You know, anybody for the next for the rest of the year. Okay, so, oh yeah, so you did say for the rest of the year. Okay, perfect. That sounds great. Thank you so much. Um, the little human, she's fallen asleep. Um, I think me having a cold, I mean, seriously, right now, my this is my sexy voice. You should have seen me, right? If you had spoken to me, even like this morning, you would have thought, oh my God, I swallowed a frog. Like, literally, my voice was gone, right? And I think it's the, the sunshine that's come, and it sort of helped my voice to clear out a bit, like, you know, so, yes, um, Thank you so much. Um, and so I think the little human's gotten a little bit of my cold, and so she's fallen asleep, and that's why we weren't able to get you your drinks on time. Um, but I will, I will, I will DHL it to you later on. <laughs> so thank you, thank you for stopping by. Um, and thanks, yeah, uh, to everyone else in the virtual cafe. Also, thank you, like, thank you for stopping by as well. If you like the show, please spread the word by sharing it with your friends and family. Try to make it go viral. Um, you can also connect with me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at eiutunde1, which is I-Y-A-Y-E-T-U-N-D-E, and then the number one. Um, if you would like to be in the audience for the next show, if you would like to sponsor the show, then please get in touch with me via... <coughs> which is shakilolastalami.co.uk. See you again next week on the Shakilolastalami Show. Bye now. Bye.
Bye. Yeah. Uh, David? Yes.